is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to make a living outside the 9 to 5 grind and crush it at life. You'll learn from inspirational guests and in-depth discussions. Go from employee to entrepreneur and start creating a life you love and still pay the bills. So here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Let's get on with the show! This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status in recognition for their commitment to social entrepreneurship. Sup, powerful nonsenses. Hello. We're here for another episode. Yes. We're, we're unleashing our inner Buddhists today. Are we? I think so. I think this is quite a Buddhist kind of I think this is quite point of view. Greek philosophical debate. Philosophical. Yeah, very good. Very good. Got it. <laughs> uh, so, if you were uh, paying attention last week, I think this is the angle. I'm going to, I know you're kind of like, mm, Sure, but I'm going to take this angle, Jim. Go on in. If you were listening last week, episode 133, uh, we were talking about priming yourself for success, and it kind of started to take an angle towards like a lot of positive input and motivation and all Constantly that. Constantly be in a happy peak state. Yes. This is kind of the other side of the coin that we want to talk about today in mm-hmm. a little bit. We kind of want to balance it out because we don't want you to think that we're just like. Live in some bliss state of yeah. constantly motivated <laughs> happiness. Right. Happiness. Because it's unrealistic, yes. right? So we want to kind of throw the other argument out there about the... Because I mentioned the people that are poo-pooing all the motivational stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is maybe this is their intellectual. Is this the, the, the more intellectual. The inner realist. Uh, yeah, the inner re- yeah, the inner realist. Yes. So the we, cynic. This, yes. Yes. We're the going to be cynical advocate. today. The devil. Yes, the devil's advocate. T-shirts coming soon. What? <laughs> they would. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we want to talk about this uh, chronic case of happiness. What a great title. I know. It's, and BC, it's, that was just, you know, wow. almost off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> Written on my screen. Uh, <laughs> but, like, we, so we want to talk about, is there too much of this self-help? Is there too much of this... You can be successful too. Follow your dreams. Kind of stuff out there. Happiness is highly fashionable. Ooh. Ooh. At the moment, especially. Make that, make that an Instagram show. Yes, Instagram the show. Yes, oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's true. Yeah. I think it's kind of... This is the whole impetus for the actual um, episode was this idea that it's kind of like, if you're not happy, you're having a shit time and your life sucks and mm-hmm. it could be better and I feel sorry for you and you should probably go to a see a guru who's going to tell you how to be happy because at mm-hmm. the moment your life is just down the pan yeah <laughs> and you say you're happy but are you really happy yeah then they get you questioning your happiness <laughs> yeah. you're like i feel happy but now suddenly i feel less happy because i ain't in a bentley and <laughs> yeah we saw so many bentleys this morning two bentleys yeah so many bentleys. exaggeration slightly <laughs> but that's two more than we usually see yeah one was practically gold-plated true yeah, Disco- it was it was quite a. Where's that idea that oh, well you can't be happy because you, you don't have you, you a gold plated Bentley. Where's your gold plated <laughs> Bentley? Like you're obviously failing at life because you're in your Skoda. Skoda other cars, shitty cars maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't let us get a loss. Sorry, sorry, Skoda. I had Skoda's, nothing to do with that. Skoda's branding. Has his opinions are his own. <laughs> we still haven't told people who we are. I just 
Oh yeah, yeah. We keep, I, we keep doing we this. In, I just jump we... straight in. Let's. I'm Jimmy Odis. I'm Wayne Ingram. Good. All right, back to the point. <laughs> right. So, Skodas are not so bad. Okay. <laughs> and the point on happiness, this idea that we kind of, I think we're forcing people. I think not forcing. I think naturally marketing. Uh, everything's going down that route of like questioning yourself and whether you have enough i think it's kind of i guess it's always been the case for probably marketing anyway it's always yeah. trying to say well you're lacking this and if you have this right. you can then be happy well it's marketing 101 it's playing off your insecurities i think this i heard this in a podcast recently yes i don't know what podcast it was so i can't give them credit sorry <laughs> uh but it, it, marketing 101 is playing off your insecurities if you look at uh like makeup adverts it's all about well you're not beautiful enough for the woman if you look at car adverts it's all about like oh well, your car's not flash enough it's not fast enough mm-hmm. um anything is always kind of going you've got a problem like you seeing so many of these uh things going around about uh hair loss for men oh yeah going, you're gonna go bald every every train <laughs> you just you're sitting there on the train scratching your head yeah, like, going, and then looking at your hand to see how much hair's like come out into but then you're like hand. wait three months later he looked like that I've got it sorted. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Your teeth aren't white enough and all that. So it's all playing off our insecurities. Yeah. Um, even entertainment yeah. kind of does the same thing. Your life's not exciting enough and all that sort of stuff. So, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I got on such a tangent there. No, no, it's true. I think a lot of the marketing plays into it, but I think, like, happiness now seems to be the, the thing that everybody's kind of like, like, being a constant state of happiness, like, mm-hmm. go live go do these things go travel go experience go have all these right. and i was saying to you earlier as well like i think the availability for kind of freedom and happiness and traveling mm. and the cost has gone down so much yet we can't a lot of us kind of like struggle to find a time to actually do all these things and i just think that i think happiness now is kind of like the goal for everybody everybody feels like okay i don't know i guess is it is it the bar's been raised on what now can make you happy whereas like like they say 100 years ago, people would think we're living like kings and right. we like what we have nowadays, the availability is just incredible. But at the same time, are we mm-hmm. are we less happy because of exposure to just the volume of stuff that's I, available? I think it's a multitude of things. I think, yes, the, the quality of life has generally gone up. Um, but, you know, as with as with every as with human nature, we're always like, yeah, but can it be better? Grass can be greener. Yeah. And if it can, then I want that. Um, and so we're constantly, it's, you know, stress is relative and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, let's be honest, if you've got food on the table, but you're worrying about whether or not you're going to be able to pay your electric bill this month, you're incredibly stressed. But so is the, so is the uh, African tribesman trying to hunt deer <laughs> for his dinner, right? He's probably equally as stressed. Yeah. But you think, oh, my God, my world's going to end because this electricity bill, but you don't have to go out hunting animals. <laughs> so the quality of life has gone up, yeah. So I think there is... there is the. I think there's an argument to be made that, yes, the bar has been raised, and so now happiness seems almost more within reach. Um, but And I think that is then compounded by the fact that s- social media... Yeah. <laughs> Just social media, because... I, did I bring this up in a podcast before? Probably. Or did I have this conversation with you? Uh, there was a meme I saw uh, on Facebook, mm. which was, was a picture of, you know, the hot dog or legs meme 
where they're lying oh, yeah, on the yeah. sunbed, taking the picture of the swimming pool. And <laughs> sorry, there is going to be a bit of profanity in here, so be pre-warned. The meme said, uh, "When you see your friend post a picture like this, saying how's your Monday, and you just think, fuck off, you twat, you'll be going back to stacking shells next Monday.'" <laughs> and I think that's that's so true of like social media and how. Everybody's going, look how happy I am, look how happy I am. And you know that deep down at home they're kind of crying into their pillow because <laughs> then they know that it's only a short-lived thing and it's that they're not in this continuous state of happiness because they're having to brag about how happy they are. Mm-hmm. And I guess that is heightened by social media. But I mm-hmm. also think as well now it's like, I don't know, like as unhappiness becomes sort of like a weakness, like you're... you're you're not in control you're Mm -hmm. out of control you can't ever it's like this fear to tell people that you've got maybe like uh you're going through a problem or you've got a mental health issue it's kind of like we've been sort of like missold that you can't tell people you're unhappy you can't tell people Uh that you're struggling with something because actually no you've got to look like you're always got it together and i've been guilty of that in the past as well Mm. you don't want to show people any weakness because you don't want to I don't know whether it's sort of like defending your ego or you're afraid to tell people some of right. this stuff. And I think it's a shame that it's got to that point where something that is so natural to be in, such as being unhappy, which is often like highlighting something that needs to change or kind of this need to adapt in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to have you, part of our nature is to have these negative feelings. And I think, I think we only have the good feelings because of the negative ones. Right. Right, and it's interesting, I kind of want to touch on something that we... Again, it's the, it's the opposite side of the coin to what we were talking about last week, which is this idea, you know how I was saying about people poo-pooing the, all the positive stuff, but it's become, it has become bad social media etiquette to rant and to post negative things as well. Mm-hmm. So it's bad social media etiquette to post your negative things because people don't want to be reminded that there's negativity out there but people are also poo-pooing posting the positive stuff because they also don't want to be reminded so basically we're saying just keep your mouth shut on social media yeah (laughs) we don't want to sit we don't want to sit because we don't want to be challenged on our own state of happiness well it goes back to that blog post i wrote a little while ago about why like what if facebook asked you why like why you're posting why you're posting is what is the kind of influence you're trying to have by posting a certain article or a Mm -hmm. rant or this or that it's kind of plays on that a bit yeah definitely Definitely. Uh, okay, so, yeah, you touched on something I kind of re- rewound on what we were talking about, mm-hmm. and you made a point about um, without the negative input that we have in life, whether that is, you know, can't pay your bills or whatever, you lose your job or whatever, without those negative things, you kind of diminish the positive stuff. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to that sort of like... Um Alan Watts you could talk about he says you don't mm-hmm. know white without black mm-hmm. uh, you could go back to like Buddhist way of thinking that there is you never live in the extremes you always follow the middle way mm-hmm. and it's like that's that idea that you don't know how single you are until you've been deep in a relationship right. or you don't know how lonely you are until you've had a lot of friendship so the person who's never had friends does not understand loneliness because it's part of their worldview whereas mm-hmm. I think and I think maybe that plays into it I do think there is this sort of with social media, with the internet, this consciousness of everything, like I, that's I was just about to go down that angle. I was just about to say it that. is. I think we just know every possible availability, outcome, possibility, right. 
um, where I could travel, where I couldn't. There's a place in the world I didn't know existed, and now I can now see it every there. week because 20 of my friends have been there and had the best time in their lives. Uh, Whereas before, I had no idea that place was there, and I didn't know it was that right. cheap to get to. Right. And now I feel the need that I should probably go check it out. And I think that is part of the problem, is that or problem or whatever or opportunity mm-hmm. is that it's just so out there nowadays of everything you could do and it's the choice dilemma of like okay well which one's going to make me a better human or uh-huh. everybody just like me go back to sort of natural human instincts yeah well that's it I think I think we, we talked about this ages ago ages ago um, and I think this might have been what inspired that why do we brag post at the mm. time but I was talking about things like Mother's Day and Father's Day and how on social media, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, is it is it right for you to be posting about how happy you are in your relationship or how wonderful it is that you have your mother around? Is it right to be posting that stuff on social media because of all the people that don't have those things? And are you just compounding on their negativity and their unhappiness and then making them feel even worse and then magnifying any mental health issues that are surrounded by those states of loneliness and depression and all that sort of stuff is it ethically right to be posting that sort of stuff and i think you kind of touched on it there like the single person never who's never been in a relationship never realized how single they were (laughs) until social media and everybody like you always have that i saw a meme actually yesterday do you live your life through memes (laughs) facebook has become just memes and video yeah, memes and videos so you can't not see them and there was this one (laughs) it was these two little kids it was the school dining room Okay, it's these two little kids, like, just giving each other a little peck. They, they're only a little, very, very young. And the meme said, uh, everybody's falling in love whilst I'm... And then the background of the picture is this hungry-looking child just eating his food so hungrily. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that is, like, that the social media effect because everybody, like, there are certain times in the year where everybody seems to be getting into a relationship and then there's the single people there going, like, oh, my life sucks. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I think it's just this, this magnification of the negativity that's out there. But it's all wrapped up in this happy look at how wonderful life is and there's this just undercurrent of negativity yeah it's kind of like socially you have to brand yourself as happy Mm. and then on the other side i like that branding yourself as happy yeah and i think that is what you do i think happiness a happy person is somebody who seems to have their shit together who Mm -hmm. actually people are attracted to those qualities oh he's got that and he's got this and Mm -hmm. he's moving out and he's with that person so kind of like that to somebody else on the outside says, oh, this person's living well or living the good life. Mm-hmm. Whereas I do think, like, as I said in the last episode, I went to um, see Darren Brown last night. He just released his new book, Happy. And he, I did ask him a question. I said, like, is it, is it harder to be happy in the age of social media? And his response was, it's just, it's kind of like hyperdrived our curiosity. And I think uh, our natural... Um, way we try to understand things is through stories and i think mm. you 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 right. suddenly you have social media which then allows you to be involved in everybody's story and because the story is kind of like filtered through their own lens at the same time you choose your lens <laughs> choose your lens t-shirts available because it's because <laughs> their story is so already fragmented yeah. and filtered then suddenly your curiosity, which is a natural state creative thinking, is to kind of pull the pieces together and suddenly everybody else's story seems to be perfect little fairy tale because you yeah. want to give it a beginning, middle and end. 
Mm-hmm. But I think we're seeing such a uh, fragmented part of that story, and then suddenly we we are naturally going to chuck our insecurities and our curiosity into their story, which then kind of causes a problem for us. It's really like I think even my girlfriend was saying the other day. She was like saying, I'm "Not going to name names, but certain people on social media kind of." <laughs> Sorry. I have to be really yeah. have to be really careful, but. Um, Certain people, she says, like, they look so contented in life and they seem to have it all down and they seem, um, like, totally happy. And she's like, do you really think they're really happy? And I think, I said to her, I think a lot of the time, I think you're in a state where you don't sometimes feel contented and you are worried mm. that you, you you want that. And so when you see it in somebody else, it's kind of like, why do they have it together? And they seem to have it perfectly. And so mm. you'll kind of, like, put the story of what you're already hoping for in a way, it could work both ways. You could either make it look bad so that you feel better about yourself or you can make it look so positive and make yourself feel like you're lacking something. Right. And it can work both ways, and I think that is that And idea. neither way is particularly good. Yeah, neither way is particularly good. And yeah. again, it goes back to that sort of middle way. Don't, in some ways, don't be too curious. Don't load the story. Just understand that you're seeing a part of the story, mm-hmm. but you don't know it. Yeah. Right. Great time. I think that's a good place to take a break, so we shall be back in just a moment. So, we thought we'd just take a few seconds just to say thank you to our sponsor, yep. the University of Northampton. Huge thank you to them for supporting the show. Um, so, why should you check them out? Well, first of all, we're we alumni. Went we yes. went there. So, everything that we kind of deliver to you it kind of comes from them in a way. Um, but also... They're not just about getting a degree. The thing we love about Northampton Uni, from experience, is the fact that you come out of your course with your degree, but also there's so many options on the table. They understand that it's not just about going out and getting a job anymore. It's also about the possibility of setting up your own business and becoming an entrepreneur. And to top that off, (laughs) it's not just about setting up a business. It's about setting up a social enterprise. That's their specialist area. So if you're thinking of setting up a business, it can also be one that's doing good to the world and delivering social impact so check them out northampton.ac.uk and a huge thank you to them for supporting the show okay hello so there was a lot in that first half yeah it got kind of deep i love those little yeah riff debate deep. yeah it was good it was good it's good so we've talked about like negativity versus happiness and all of that sort of stuff and we talked about last week. Again, I think this is such a good episode to follow last week um, because it is, again, the other side of the coin. So last week we were talking about like embracing a lot of the positivity, embracing a lot of... Switch off that negativity as quick as possible. Yeah, and, and fill your mind with positive stuff. And I think it would be a good idea for us to now talk about embracing negativity and embracing the crap that happens to us. Because I think, and as as we've alluded to in the first half of the episode, we're so, uh, we lean so towards as society at the moment, kind of trying to suppress the negativity, pretend pretend that didn't happen. Nobody saw the fact that I just got fired from my job (laughs) because I've got a new one. That's the most exciting bit. I'm Everybody's so congratulating me on my new job. I found the perfect actually, job. I knew this was the job for me. Not going, oh, shit, he got fired. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we tried to pretend that all that negative crap didn't happen because yeah. let's look at the positive. I got a new, better job. 
Um, so let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about embracing the crap. I think, um, like, it's good to embrace the crap. As I say, I do think that sort of the, the the shit does give your life meaning. It does actually allow you to know when something is good. I think the danger is when you dwell on the negative for too long because mm-hmm. I do think that I think there's probably people out there one shitty thing happened to them and it literally has just cost them their whole life experience which is where you don't want to just mull on the negative mm. for as long as possible I think right. like Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning is an incredible book about just sort of you find meaning through like the guy probably will have the most gratitude ever having been in a, a in a, a concentration camp during the Holocaust and like he's again it's that sort of level once you've experienced such terrible things you have the availability to experience such good things right. it's kind of like that balance but I also think that I think part of being sad and part of being I don't know having things go wrong mm-hmm. is the wonders of life in a way like it's the bits that give meaning it is the the pleasure and I think I don't know it's just it'd be sad to reject and try to avoid that at all costs and I think that if you want to live a life of meaning or do things you enjoy I think you've got to accept that's part of the process and and uh, again back to uh, Darren Brown's uh, talk last night was this idea of this sort of x and y axis and at the bottom's all the shit that happens and on the other side on the y axis is all the good things that happen and I think you've got to realize that you can either I don't know you can you've got to kind of accept that the through line through the middle is probably is again it goes back to that buddhist middle way mm. the shit comes with the good the good comes with the shit and sometimes you're on a roll and sometimes you're not and I just think that like in terms of happiness and unhappiness it's just like I don't know you can't live in a just a bliss state all the time I don't think anybody does even if you think well if I had all the money then I would be in happiness but right. then again another another great thing he said um yesterday was this idea of um the greek gods and he said like um the idea they kind of split the gods into personalities mm-hmm. and it wasn't about having just one guy who's just totally always in bliss and he's the one and one day you can hope to be godlike in who you are he was saying no, actually their idea was embrace that you have war destructive angry mentality you have a loving mentality you have all these aspects you're being and it's actually when you suppress any one of the greek gods mm-hmm. they come to the surface if you don't if you don't respect one of your parts of your being yeah the other one it destroy it causes a problem so like if you're and it's kind, kind of, of like, why aren't you paying me attention? Yeah, and you kind of you have to accept that all these different aspects of being a part of your existence. And I think yeah. when you reject ever feeling sad, you can never feel happy. And if you reject always feeling sad, like you just take on, I don't know, you all darkness, I think then you, it automatically something you have to find positive. I think it's just this sort of, I don't know, life seems sort it's of... cyclical. It is, and it's kind of like... Again, it just goes, I love just the way Alan Watts says it, you just don't know black until you've had white. It's that Mm -hmm. idea, like, I think that's ultimately it in a nutshell for me, really. Yeah, and I I think the the thing to to acknowledge as well, and I think this is one thing that... that There's kind of this underground move, because we're we're in this age of positivity. Am I still that? Steal it for myself. We're in this age of positivity, and it's all about this... Uh, you can do it. You can get what you want. Go and get a degree, and you'll solve your problems. And oh no, we lied. Go get a master's degree. That will solve your problems. And we've got all of this constant like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, and it will come. It will come. Um, 
but there's this underlying movement which I'm starting to see, particularly in in our industry, the podcasting industry. There's starting to become this little bit of resentment for that kind of movement that's kind of happened. Which, <coughs> excuse me, which in many ways, people like us have kind of accidentally created. Um, in fact, I actually saw an episode on. Uh, it was an episode of Dragon's Den, right? And I think I mentioned this to you because I actually saw his marketing on en route to your vegan Donna place. I actually saw his marketing. I was like, oh, that's the guy from Dragon's Den. But this guy from Dragon's Den was like everything that we don't want to create from being all positive because it was such a bullish, like, I am God <laughs> kind of attitude. Like, well, it will work because I said it will work. I will manifest it. And it was kind of like, whoa. Slow down. But anyway, so there's this underlying current, this underlying movement that's starting to come up, which is kind of like, come on, guys, we need to embrace the fact that there's a lot of shit going on and there's a lot to learn from the crap. Like, there is no complete bliss existence. Even the bloody Dalai Lama is going to have moments of, like, passion where he has to meditate and go, okay, let me calm it down. He stubs his toe and he gets angry. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, you know, take the moment to meditate on the situation. But I think we're we're in this position where we're so not wanting to embrace that. And I think one of the best things that you can do when that shit hits the fan is you go, right, okay, it's shit. Take Take a moment. One thing actually a lot of actors do, I've heard this a lot, is when they're feeling like crap because they didn't get the job that they really, really wanted, they'll give themselves a day. They'll be like, right, take the day, eat as much shit as you like. Is that what they say? Yeah, eat as much shit as you like, (laughs) sit and mull over Netflix, you've got a day. But once that day is done, you've got to pick yourself back up and just go for it again. Hmm. Um... And I think there is something in that to, to kind of take that and go, right, mm-hmm. I'm accepting how crap I feel. I'm accepting that I don't want to do anything right now because I'm completely demotivated. But it also, but if you take that moment as well, however, whether it's a day, I wouldn't go any more than a day if you can help it, <laughs> whether it's a day, whether it's an hour, whether it's five minutes or whatever, just then take and, and meditate on it in the sense of like, what can I learn from this? Yeah, and I think even Darren Brown said last night, he said, I think what we all need to do is just sit with that feeling of mm-hmm. unhappiness, let it just be internalised. Mm-hmm. And I do think unless you, if you don't internalise it, I think you sort of dull the human experience in some ways yeah. because you're totally trying to reject an aspect of being. So, yeah, I agree with that. A day is probably quite a long time, but it depends. You just, you yeah. say you might need a day. Who knows, you might, somebody dies and you need a month to grieve. Right. So yeah, I mean, if it's something like if it's something like a death in the family, like yeah. by all means, if you need yeah. more than a day, take more than a day. But if it's like something to do, the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if it's something like you know, work's gone crap or whatever, or whatever, just take that time and just focus in on it and sit with that feeling yeah. and understand why you're because I a lot of the time there's usually something much more deep seated yeah. as to why you feel like like crap. And I think often when you've got If you can get somebody, I mean, it's almost like very difficult to find someone. I think me and you do this with each other quite a bit, though, actually. Is it's you go, okay, you feel like shit because of this problem. So why does that make you feel like shit? And you go, okay, well, that's making me feel like shit because of this. Yeah, and then you go, okay, well, why does that make you feel like shit? And you just keep asking why, 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 why? And then ultimately, 
you can get to the heart of the problem and learn so much about yourself. Somebody said there, there was a term for it, I think it was like the the mindful onion or something. It's kind of like that, something like that, and the idea... Do you remember yeah. Did, I don't know. This was on a podcast, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the something onion. It's this idea that once you keep asking the why and you mm-hmm. mull over it, you finally get to the core. Is it a negativity onion? Something like that. Something like that. Some sort of onion. <laughs> but also, just a thought came to my mind, and I think the, the, what we as a society that is promoting happiness all the time is we cannot make people feel guilty for their unhappiness. Right. And I think there's so much of that going on. Yeah. I think there is so much of that going on. It's like you're weak or you're sad because of this, but you shouldn't be sad because you've got that. Yeah, just cheer up. It'll be fine. And it's kind of like, no, if you you feel sad about something, that's fine. It doesn't make you a weak person. Mm -hmm. It makes you a conscious person. It makes you a human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good place to wrap up, actually. I think that is a nice message to finish up. There's actually one last sort of... um, thing I want to chuck Vetoed. in. Vetoed. I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> you know, the boss is around it. No. <laughs> Not all. But um, I think, again, this goes back to what uh, Darren Brown said last night, but I also wrote these notes ahead of time, and I think it's this idea that... Just so they know. Just so they know that this is me, and this is not Darren and Brown. And Darren Brown has reinforced. He's reinforced this <laughs> sort of idea. And I think um, I think a lot of us get stuck in this notion that happiness is a... A, a thing we achieve is a it's a an object that we can somehow go over, mm. over to and he says he's like happiness has become a bit of a commodity mm. which is this idea and i think that actually no i think happiness is more of a state i think it's something that it, it's an ongoing thing it's in flux it's never solid it's not something you just get and you achieve and we know that from people who reach success is that they still can become depressed alcoholics their life goes to shit so i think yeah Stop. We need to just stop branding happiness as something that we it, it's something we want to attain, and once we've mm-hmm. got it, we stay in that state. I think happiness is sort of a practice, a daily practice. It goes back to the skill thing, but don't feel guilty for your unhappiness. Like mm-hmm. that's natural. That's part of your being, ultimately. Yeah. So, I, I actually really like that episode, of Jim. I'm, I'm going to blow my own trumpet, Ooh. our own trumpets here, a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> I actually really. That was a good episode. Anyway, cool. So, if you did too, yes, then please, I'm going to put out the iTunes review plea again. I feel we let right, Mike. Okay, speak normal words, Jim. <laughs> English. I think please. we have a lot of quotable uh, things from that episode. So I'm going to so. look forward to delving back in later and mm, seeing what happens. See if we can put a few of those out there. Instagram bombs. Pn underscore podcast. Join us over there. That's Twitter. Oh, yeah. Powerful <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Powerful underscore nonsense. On there Instagram. you go. How do I, you're in charge of the Instagram. How do well, I know the handle better than you do? I kind of fell out of the social media world for a little while, but we're coming back. Yeah, good. Right. Anyway, so I'm going to put out the iTunes review plea again because it's half hour since we recorded last week's episode because <laughs> we travel through time when we do this shit. <laughs> so I'm going to put it out there again. Last time I checked. <laughs> no, I'm going to be positive and say... There is now a review from that one. In that half hour. Yes. Since we recorded last week. Yes. Time travel, goodness. Um, yeah, so, Jem's going to be positive and say that between last week and this week, you've put loads of reviews, but I'm going to go on the cynical view. Which is okay. Choosing our lens here. Yes. <coughs> Sorry. I'm going to st- I need to stop plugging that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, you haven't added any reviews, so I'm going to put it out there again. Last time I checked, there was significant lack of reviews 
and there are a lot of you. I'm going to go again. I'm going to throw 0.02% out there because I think that's probably accurate of people that listen to this show have left an iTunes review. So if you haven't, please leave one. Thank you. Powerfulnonsense.com forward slash review will tell you how to do it as well. So you've got no excuse. Five stars or more. Thank you very much. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button if you haven't and give us those thumbs up. Thumbs up. Leave a comment. We'd love to know what you thought, particularly about this episode. I think this is, I think this is one of those cornerstone episodes. I think this is a significant one. So, yes, leave a comment. Let us know what you thought. Uh, so, thanks very much for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you later. Bye.